Welcome to Liverpool. That's right. Welcome to Liverpool for uh, the, this week's edition of the Moor Army podcast. I'm sitting here in my hotel room. If it sounds kind of echoey, I do apologize. It's just, it's a weird type room. Um, but I'm here. I'm recording the podcast as promised. Now, I don't know how long this podcast is going to last for, uh, but I'm here anyway, and I promise you it's a podcast, and it's being delivered. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast here from lovely, should I say warm Liverpool? Because it has been quite warm since you arrived here, but anyway, no in saying that. Welcome back to the Rumi podcast for another week. I think it's, I was going to start the podcast by saying it's such an amazing day it's been so far, but it has started off pretty stressful, but I'm here. That's the most important thing. I'm sitting here on a Monday evening recording the podcast. I'm just actually in there from a lovely walk along um, the the Albert Dock there and down into a little bit of part of the town there. What a beautiful evening out there, but to get on from the day, it's been one of those days where, again, if I had her, I'd be turning out. And before you ask, no, it's nothing to do with the crazy lady from EasyJet. Um, <laughs> all I can say is um, traffic and security lines and almost missing a flight to be here. But I'm here, which is the most important thing. Anyway, guys, hope you're all doing well out there. Welcome back to the Murami Podcast for Norway. Uh, recording here from the beautiful city of Liverpool. Yes, I'm currently sitting in my hotel here on uh, Castle Street, which is a stone's throw away from the Albert Dock, and obviously right smack bang here in the middle of the city centre itself. Um, Yes, I have a few things I want to talk about on this week's podcast. This is the family-friendly version, if you haven't checked out last week's uh, uncensored version where I had a full-scale inner rant at EasyJet. Um, you want to go back and check it out, uh, you certainly can. But let's get on with uh, what I like to call the housekeeping every week uh, before we continue on with the podcast. If you are listening to this podcast for the first time, uh, thank you very much for coming on board. Whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Music or here on YouTube. If you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe below, guys. I would appreciate it. Drop a like on the podcast video too. I really would appreciate it as well. And uh, share with all your friends, tell all your friends and family about the Moor Army podcast. Um, so I'd appreciate it. Um, if you want to get in contact with the podcast, you can certainly do that by the following methods. You can contact us by email, which is moorarmypodcast at yahoo.com. Also, if you want to go on to our main, should we say, hub of the Moor Army for all our YouTube vlogs, podcast, merch and more, you can go to moorarmy.co.uk. Uh, get yourself some Moor Army podcast merch. You can also get some Moor Army official merchandise um, from the YouTube channel, which if you haven't watched this before, we've been on YouTube for about six and a half years doing all crazy types of stuff. Um, but yes, guys, moorarmy.co.uk is where you get all your merch and more. Check out our Facebook page, Moor Army uh, YouTube channel on Facebook. 
And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can certainly do it by official Matthew Moore. So I hope you've got all those. <laughs> God, I tell you, we see it even gets worse when we get the the uh, sponsors on board here. Gee whiz, I'll have to dedicate like five full minutes to the podcast every week to read through the sponsors and stuff. But sure, it's the joys. Anyway, yes, we are here. and Well, I'm here. I was going to say we're here, but we're not here. I'm here on my own. Sat in my hotel room here in Liverpool on Castle Street, which is... A beautiful street. I've stayed in Castle Street many a time, um, which is just literally around the corner from Lewis's favourite place in the whole wide world. For anybody out there who doesn't know, uh, Lewis, my son, has an absolute fascination with uh, Pound Bakery here in the UK. And where I am right now, Pound Bakery is literally around the corner. And Lewis is not here at the moment, and I've been given strict instructions not to go anywhere near Pound Bakery, or uh, Lewis will be kicking my butt whenever I get home. So, Lewis, if you're listening, I haven't been near Pound Bakery, but he, he, in saying that there, he kind of contradicted himself the other day. Well, yesterday, actually, he said to me before I left, Dad, don't go near Pound Bakery, but bring me home a pack of sausage rolls I can cook in the oven. Makes no sense. But anybody who doesn't know Lewis has an absolute obsession with this bakery. There's a few spots across the UK that has the store. Competition for Greg's. There's a bit of a um, uh, rival, good, rivalry sorry, going on at the minute between my dad and Lewis. My dad loves Greg's and Lewis loves Pound Bakery. And I saw a thing on their social media the other day, but apparently they've opened up a store next door to Greg's somewhere. I don't know where it is in England here. But they've opened up a store next door to it. <laughs> yeah, he sent the photo of Lewis the other day. And Lewis laughed so hard and I told dad about it. Now here's the thing, dad and mum were in Blackpool last week, as I was telling you. And apparently dad had a video filmed on his phone, which I'm hopefully going to try and get hold of. And put it on my YouTube channel and get Lewis's reaction to it, where Dad was standing outside uh, Greg's in Blackpool. Uh, or sorry, outside Pound Bakery, sorry, in Blackpool. With his uh, Greg's t-shirt on, pretty much taking the piss out of Pound Bakery just to wind up Lewis. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that video, actually. Now, here's the thing. There's a video I actually have on, on my uh, phone that i never shown from our trip back to, was it Bristol or Cardiff? He done it. I think it was in both, actually. he done it in one of the vlogs anyway, but there's another video. I think it's in Cardiff, City Centre, where he walks up to the door of Greg's and stands in his Pound Bakery hoodie. Did he wear his Pound Bakery hoodie that day? I don't think he did, but he stood there anyway. He said to the staff, Pound Bakery's better than Greg's. So there's like an ongoing friendly rivalry, should we say, between Dad and Lewis about Pound Bakery and Greg's. If Pound Bakery and Greg's are listening to this podcast, honestly, oh, mustard. So funny, the two of them. But uh, where I am actually st- uh, staying here, there's actually a Greg's literally around the corner from the Pound Bakery. So, oh, maybe I should do a video in the morning just to piss Lewis off. What do you reckon? <laughs> but I haven't been near the store yet. But the main, you should probably know the main reason why I'm here is I'm here for tomorrow night. Well, tonight, as this, this podcast is released. I'm actually here for the UEFA Champions League game between Rangers and Liverpool at Anfield. People are calling it the Battle of Britain. I call it a game that I'm looking forward to, extremely looking forward to. Um, you know, I'm not a big, massive fan of Scottish football, um, as, as you all probably know. Um, so people ask me all the time, you know, who do you support, Rangers or Celtic? I don't support either. Well, if I had to choose, you know, it's a hard choice. But, well, I'd probably pick Rangers. Um, because I was brought up around Rangers and stuff like that. No disrespect to any any Celtic fans, because I have a lot of good 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 friends of mine who are all Celtic supporters, and 
as I said to you guys, I'm not a massive fan of Scottish football, like some people are, but, you know, I'm in Anfield, it'll be tonight, well, obviously tomorrow night, but this podcast is being recorded, it'll be tomorrow night when we're at the game, um, so... You want to go and check out Redman Football Adventures or check out my YouTube channel, or on my YouTube channel, you can check out the Match Day Vlog, where I'm going to be going there. And I know a lot of friends of mine are heading over from Northern Ireland on both sides. So, and I'm hoping to get tickets for the return leg at, at Ibrox. And, if, and I can't remember what date that's on. But people are sending me, you know, you'd be better getting tickets for Rangers' side. To be quite honest with you, I don't really care what side I'm on as long as I'm there and I'm watching the team, watching the game. You know what I mean? It'd be different if it was Man City and Liverpool. It wouldn't obviously sit in the City end or the Chelsea end or whatever. But again, you know, I'm there tomorrow night. Well, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. Um, I'm looking forward to the game. Um, Liverpool's on a bit of a crap roll at the minute. They've dropped, three, or dropped two points at the weekend there against Brighton at home. And Rangers are probably licking their chops and thinking Liverpool's on a bit of a blip at the minute. And they're going to be going to the Anfield tomorrow night. And no doubt the Rangers fans will be singing their hearts out. And I'm looking forward to it, actually, because it's a big, big game where a lot of people have been hounding me, which I talked about on the podcast a, few, a couple of weeks back there. You know, people ask me, can you get me a ticket? Can you get me a ticket? Even people were texting me today and saying, can you pay at the gate? And can you buy it? And there's no chance. These tickets are gone. These tickets were gone as soon as the, the fixture was drawn, you know. So, um, but I'm looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward to getting there. I'm looking forward to doing a, uh, an Ormat's Day vlog. I'm a little bit heart annoyed and upset a wee bit because Lewis is not there. But, you know, we'll be back there in a couple of weeks because Lewis are heading, are heading back over for the Carball Cup game against Derby County in uh, November. So we'll be doing a Matt's Day vlog from there. So no doubt you'll see Lewis at Pound Bakery while we're over here because he has his vouchers I forgot to tell you before I moved on to the football actually guys Lewis you probably if you don't know you haven't watched the videos Pine Bakery actually Lewis asked him for a sponsorship for the channel and they actually sent them said they don't do sponsorships for YouTube channels or anything like that but what they could do is they'll send them a wee gift for being so loyal and obviously all the videos and stuff we've been putting out over the years so they sent them a a, a staff hoodie Pine Bakery hoodie they sent them vouchers to get free food and a handwritten letter from one of the directors of Pound Bakery, high up, thanking him for all the support and stuff. So, yeah, no doubt he'll have his ass in there in a few weeks' time, getting his sausage rolls and everything else. But anyway, moving on to football. Yes, I'm here to, I'm here for the Rangers-Liverpool game. The atmosphere is going to be electric. Um, I can't remember the last time these two sides met, but it's going to be a good game, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually looking forward to getting there tomorrow night. The atmosphere, Anfield... In Champions League nights, the atmosphere is just electric. You cannot match that atmosphere at Anfield. It's just superb. So it is, but I'm looking forward to getting there tomorrow night, or whenever you're listening to this, it could be tonight. Um, so stay tuned for the match day vlog. So I can't wait to get there and show and see the game itself. That's the main reason why I'm here. And I going back to what I was saying at the very start of this podcast. Oh, traveling here today was an absolute flipping disaster. I was going to save this subject for the unleashed version of the podcast on Friday or on Thursday, so I can sort of be more myself instead of like I feel sometimes that I'm being held back on this podcast. But um, getting here was an absolute nightmare because my flight this morning was at ten thirty a.m. from the lovely airport in Belfast International. First of all, I got up this morning feeling good, had a good, well, not a good night's sleep, I didn't sleep very well, but I slept okay. 
Got up this morning, felt good, had a shower, had a shave, got the kids off to school. Um, Brooke and Lewis uh, were out of school. I left a little bit earlier before they did, so obviously they're being looked after, as you know. Um, so, yeah, I left with mum and dad about just over two, nearly two and a half hours before the flight, so that gives you plenty of time to get up there. I always arrive at the airport about an hour or so before a flight, so I always get like a coffee or... If I haven't had breakfast, I would normally have breakfast at the airport. If not, I'd wait until they get over here. But always have a coffee. And then nine times out of ten, I'll always have another coffee on the plane. But um, <laughs> it was just it was one of those mornings. It was going too, too smooth, too, too good. And in the back of my mind, I kept thinking to myself, as I talked about in last week's podcast, please, for the love of Pete, don't let me run into that moment. Please don't put me on gate 10 this morning. But again, it wasn't the least of my worries. So anyway, we headed out the road. Mum and Dad came with me for the run this morning up to the airport. And we got into a bit of a traffic altercation at a place called Hollywood. Which is normally quite busy in the morning. But at this time in the morning is where the traffic starts to ease off. Where everybody's in Belfast. All the workers are in Belfast. But lately there's been a road near the city airport. That has been closed at weekends and stuff like that. So obviously this is a Monday morning. Workers are obviously thinking, hmm, this road's probably still closed. So we'll all pile up at the same time, which causes more lines, more traffic, more hassle, more confusion. So we ended up being stuck in traffic for a substantial period of time, right the whole way through Belfast, all the way up the road. Wow, we got to, Jesus, this is so frustrating even talk about. Um, my anxiety was going through the roof. We got to the, my gate was due to board at 10, 10 to 10, yeah, 9.50 for a 10.30 flight. I get to the uh, airport at coming up to just past 9.30. That's how bad the traffic was. So in case you hear a buzzing noise in the background, by the way, it's just my air conditioning. Because this hotel room is like so warm right now the heating's turned off but it's so warm in here so if you hear a noise in the background it's the air conditioning <laughs> um it's very echoey in here i must say but anyway yes gets to the airport at nine between nine thirty and nine thirty five walks through the front door thinking right okay the normal early 8 8 a.m flights are gone they're normally quite busy so the security will probably be empty please please be empty Gets to the top of the stairs. Well, gets to the bottom of the stairs. The electric stairs are broken. The other stairs are closed as well. So I had to get a lift. Which at this point, my panic button's being pushed because I'm scared of missing my flight. Because I was running through the front and seeing the gate was departing at 10 or opening at 10 to for a 10.30 flight. And I'm thinking, oh, please. But I'm thinking also as well, okay, the security might not be obviously busy. But if it isn't busy, then I'll just cruise through. If I've got 10 minutes to spare, I'll grab a quick coffee before I get on the plane. <laughs> you having a laugh? Finally get to the top of the stairs and the security line, I would say, is about 200 people, maybe more. And I'm standing there like, oh my God, are you for real? Seriously? So I'm standing and I'm thinking, oh crap. You know, I am not going to get on this plane. I'm I'm not going to Liverpool today. I'm either going to have to go and try and book a flight for tomorrow, which 
the flights were looking at about 500 quid for a flight tomorrow because obviously a lot of Liverpool fans are flying over for the Liverpool game and the Rangers fans of course as well and the I started looking on the Stenoline website for a boat for tonight it was sold out so I'm thinking I'm not getting to Liverpool for this match there's not a chance Stan talking to this young couple the, wee, the girl for a play tour she was like that guy over there standing at the, the priority gate thing go and ask him to see if he can get you through the gate and tell him obviously and show them at your flight but to- tell them you know you were stuck in traffic for two over two hours because a lot of people in this line are all for like 11 30 12 o'clock flights and stuff they got to spain and wherever else and i'm thinking really okay so i runs my ass over to this guy and i'm like excuse me being dead nice of course but of course on the inside my my panic button's being pushed and all the alarm bells are going and i'm starting to cramp my pants thinking about getting this flight so anyway he looks at me and goes yes sir can i help you and i was like here's the thing told him what the situation was said to him i'm stuck in traffic couldn't get back from banger Blah, 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 blah. Here's my boarding pass. My flight is leaving at 10.30. Can you help me? And what I think God was looking down on me, honestly. He looked at me and he went, I live in Bangor too. I know exactly what the situation is in that traffic. He says they're all heading down at the same time, thinking that road's still closed from the weekend when it's not. And it's causing bedlam. He says come with me and I just looked at him and went are you serious and I went oh my god thank you so much took me right up to the end but I felt really bad though because I was walking past all these people you know who were standing on the line and we got to this part where he had to open the wee gate and all for me he pulled a wee cord thing across whatever it was and he just looked at me and he went all the best Matthew and I looked at him and went what and he goes I know who you are you're from Bangor you're, you're on YouTube and I went alright okay and he goes Nice to meet you. I'm David. And I went, oh, flip right, okay. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. And he goes, I actually live not too far from you. I'll see you around sometime. And I went, oh, my God. Like, seriously, that is such a coincidence. I was like, thank you so much. I shook his hand. Ran all the way up to the top of the line. I felt so bad. But again, guys, in my mind, I wanted to get on that flight. And I was doing everything in my power to get on that flight. I don't care if I had the flipping cartwheel down that thing to get onto that flight that flight was i was getting on that flight no matter what panic panic button was still going nuts of course like still going ballistically mad on the inside of my head gets to the top of the priority line and this family was standing who couldn't hardly speak a word of english they were standing with about 20 bags and they were going on and on and on and the girl was getting frustrated with them and i just pulled the girl to one side and, and at this point i wasn't being cheeky i was just like excuse me I'm sorry, they have about 20 bags. I have a flight here in like, this was at like quarter to 10 and the gate was open at 10 to 10 or was coming up to 10 to 10, I think. And I still hadn't been through security. And the girl went, come with me. Guys, I know I've been, I was talking about this other girl at gate 10, but the security staff today were at the, at the, the, uh, airport were fantastic. And even though we, at the far end, I had told the story before either on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, there's another young guy over there who got a, a selfie with Lewis and I the last time we were over. He was way over at the our security gate and he waved over at me while I was obviously coming through the tail end of the security. So I saw him today too again. And he just looked at me and sort of went stressed. And I went, yep. So anyway, it gets to the point where the girl brings me through. This family had about 30 bags, which was just, oh my God, it was so annoying. 
put all my stuff out, lifted my laptop, brought my laptop this time, obviously, because I knew I was doing the podcast while I was away. Stuck the, the laptop into the into the silver box thing they have, took off my, my belt and stuff like that, or threw it all in. Girl goes, go ahead, go through security. The guy calls me through the wee, what do you call that thing? I call it the wee archway thing. You walk through where the, the, it scans you or whatever it is, and it was fine. I'm sorry, I beeped. And then he went, standing at me machine where you stand inside and you put your hands up and it scans your body. Could you take your shoes off, please, sir? And I'm like, are you actually serious? This is... And at this stage, it was five to ten. Because when he took my shoes off, my bag had come through the, the scanner. No problem, no issues. Thank God. Grabbed all my stuff. So I was waiting for him to put my shoes through security. So I'm standing there waiting and I'm panicking and panicking and panicking. I'm like, Seriously? Oh, really? Honestly? So we're standing there waiting and waiting and waiting. And this guy came over beside me and he was standing talking. And he goes, oh, what's Freddy on today? And I was like, Liverpool. I'm supposed to be bored now. And he was like, really? I was like, yeah. And he, I'm going to Manchester. Let me tell you a wee story about Manchester. And he started going on and on and on. And at this stage, guys, I didn't want to be rude or cheeky. All I really cared about, no disrespect, that guy was getting those damn shoes out of that security and getting my ass through that airport to that gate. So anyway, I just turned around and said, so, I'm sorry, sir. I really am so, so sorry, but I need to go. My flight's bored now. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Apologies. And I was like, okay. So you can just imagine what I was going through at this time. My head was like literally panicking like mad. I'm not going to make this flight. I'm not going to get on. I'm not going to get over for the game. I'm not going to get to Liverpool. You know, I'm going to look. Oh, it's so frustrating. Finally get my shoes on. Run out through the security gate. <laughs> Straight through the airport. And as I stopped outside the wee sweetie shop, I normally walk in the morning to get a bottle of water and stuff like that, or, before, or even before I get a coffee. I look up, gate 18. I'm thinking, thank the Lord there's no gate 10 today. So I I'd literally shot up the, up the <laughs> airport like a bat out of hell. Honestly, straight through. There's a sports store inside the, the airport, the departure lounge. Gate 18's right beside it. I'm straight on to get 18. No stopping, no hesitations. I'm run past the coffee place. I always get my coffee out and I'm smell the coffee and I'm like, oh, I need a coffee. Because at this point, I haven't net since the day before, like lunchtime. So I had no food. I had no liquid. I needed a coffee. I was panicking. My anxiety was going through the roof. I was going nuts. I just needed to get on that damn plane. I wanted to come here. I'd have swam to Liverpool if I had a chance. Not really, like, but anyway. Straight through gate 18, straight down the stairs. Everybody, most of the people were starting to board on. There wasn't even the waiting about area whenever you're standing on a queue to get through onto the gate. It was straight down the stairs, out with the phone, beep, scan, straight through, no hesitations, across the platform, or platform, across <laughs> the walkway, straight onto the plane. Sat in the plane literally five minutes, if that. And they were starting to close the doors. And I'm like, oh my god! So I I literally scraped it by my teeth. I made it to the plane. I scraped it by the skin of my teeth. And there was a guy. <laughs> this would even show you how stressed out I was at this point. I was on seat twenty two A, right? And when I assumed it was twenty two A, which is a window seat. But I love window seats because I can video out the window and all for the vlog, which is great. Love window seats. This guy walked up once, 
excuse me, man. And I went, yeah. He goes, you're on my seat. And I went, pardon? And he goes, I'm F and you're A. So because the seats go from across L by L, A, B, C, D, E, F. And I went, are you serious? And he goes, are you all right? And I went, no, I'm stressed out. And he goes, it's okay. I'm at a window seat in the office. I said, he says, I don't care. I'll just go and sit in the other one. I said, are you sure? And he was like, yep. Nice guy. He says, as long as we get to Liverpool, I'm happy enough. And I'm like, thank God. So it just goes to show you, I even sat on the wrong seat going over. I panicked. I was stressing that much. But I managed to make it. I got here in one piece. I made it. And, oh, what an absolute nightmare. But when I finally get off the plane, I normally go straight onto the bus outside the front of John Lennon Airport. Gets onto the bus. You can pay by card on the bus, by the way. So it gets the card. Where are you going, sir? Uh, Liverpool City Centre. Excuse me. No problem. Puts the card on the machine. What happens? The card machine stops working. <laughs> so I'm like, are you serious? Like, really? You're going to have to run into the cash machine inside. The bus doesn't leave for another five minutes. And I thought, oh, my God. At this point, I am severely wild up, frustrated, annoyed. And all I want to do is get into that city centre. I know, okay, I'm in, in, in Liverpool now at this point, but I don't really care. So it goes inside the airport to the cash machine. And the cash machine is broken. So there you go. So what do you do now? How do you get to the city centre? Do I wait for another bus? Or do I go and talk to the guy? So what I done was, I get up and went and spoke to the guy and said, this cash machine's not working, what do I do? Go ahead, he says. He says, says, you look stressed. (laughs) And I just went, yeah, I'm actually, I'm really stressed out. And he was like, where you go? So he actually let me on for free. Fair play to him. So I managed to make it to the city, and I got to the city, and when I, <laughs> I got here to this hotel room, and now I knew I wasn't obviously allowed to check in until uh, three, but I wanted to drop my bag and stuff off to see if I could leave it in storage or whatever. And when I got to the front desk, there was a young lad here from Northern Ireland, a place called Port Stewart, where you saw Lewis and I there a few times in the vlog with football and stuff, uh, just outside Port Rush. And he was such a lovely kid, I would say early 20s. Nice guy, so friendly, sort of filled him in what was going on. And he says, you know something? He says, check out, it's normally 10 o'clock. He says, since you're a homeboy, he called me from back home, I'll give you a later check out for 1 o'clock. Because tomorrow, guys, I'm actually staying in a different place because I couldn't get this place for two nights in a row. So I am going to another apartment tomorrow. Which I'll talk about that. I'll tell you all about that whenever I get to uh, Thursday's podcast. But yeah, <laughs> he's let me stay here to one o'clock tomorrow. Well, up to one o'clock. So it means I can have a bit of a lie in the morning, which is great, which I don't do that often. Um, but yeah, guys, getting here has been an absolute friggin' disaster. But the most important thing is I'm here. Thank the Lord I'm here. And I'm just glad to be here. Now, I'm saying that there, when I got my bags dropped off, you'll see it in my vlog. I'm, I'm uploading, uh, traveling here. 
the disaster, almost missing a flight. Um, I was sitting, I wanted to go for some lunch today, so I thought, right, where am I going to go? That's cheap and cheerful, and I want to go get something to eat right across the road, Witherspoons. Lewis and I were there a lot of weeks ago, and went in for something to eat, and I asked this girl for an offer. Uh, there was an offer on today, but they had like a wings and... You could mix and match thing, whatever it was. Anyway, so I ended up getting like a mixed grill, which was a bit of steak, a bit of pork, uh, a bit of gammon, veg. Um, and then on this other side, you had like a bowl of chicken wings. And I'm thinking, well, I haven't had since yesterday lunchtime. I am starving. Screw it. Let's go. Guys, go and watch the vlog. Seriously. Jesus Christ. Sorry to swear on this uh, family friendly podcast, but what a feed. I couldn't even finish it. It was Unreal. Unreal. So it was. So I got honest to get my food into me. Felt a lot better for it. I had a pint of beer, which, you know, something that was like 12.30. I didn't care. I wanted a, 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 a... The beer came with the meal. I thought, screw it. I'll take a pint of beer. But as I was about to leave Witherspoons, I was approached by a fan of the channel, which I talk about on the pod, or on the, the vlog. You want to go and watch it now, you'll see a photograph of myself and the, the guy as well. Um, ran into a fan who for, is from here. Great lad, had a chat. He actually was going to buy me a pint. Um, he saw my photograph on Instagram where I was in Spoons, and he came round to see me. So I wanted to take that, but unfortunately I had to run on because I was meeting someone over here. So I had to leave and then run around meet a person who was meeting. But I got to meet a fan, which he was a nice guy. He was a great guy. And I was talking away to him for ages, well, for a couple of minutes, even though and just had a quick chat with him and sort of, he says, this is who I am. And I was like, yeah, I remember you, who you were. Because he either lives or he works across your Birkenhead, I think it is, where he sent me photos of the Stenifer and all leaving too as well. What a view, what a, what a picture he sent me. So I got to meet him in person. Guys, go and check out the vlog. You'll see uh, the, the picture and stuff like that. So so then I went from there and I went back to the hotel they let me do an early check-in at 2 o'clock, which was great. And managed to get on, obviously, into my room, drop all my stuff off my room, and I headed into town. Not that I'm much into town, to be quite honest. I sort of pattered about a few shops, walked about, had a look around. Nothing special. And I just went and uh, got myself a bottle of juice for the room. Bottle of Sunny D diluted juice. Beautiful. Uh, and then come back to the hotel relaxed for a few hours and then went out for a nice walk this evening along the docks. You want to go and check out the pictures and stuff I took tonight from that. I don't want to be a bit of a vlog tonight as well there, so it'll be on the channel probably tomorrow morning. So, But overall, guys, getting here and being here, I'm here, which is the most important thing. I'm glad to be here and I'm looking forward to the match tomorrow night as much as I am frustrated about all the whole ordeal. <sighs> But, yeah, I'm here. Thank God. <laughs> it's the most important thing. I'm here. And thank God I didn't get to go to the gate 10 today and see that crazy lady who was sticking card machines in people's faces and charging people's bags that they shouldn't have been. But here, here's the thing. Before I continue on with something else to talk about, I remember talking to you about that girl on the Unleashed podcast, you know, about the wee baggy thing where you put your bag into, which obviously looks smaller. When I was walking into gate 18 today, this is strange. 
is walking in the gate. I should actually take a picture of this for evidence. Walking in the gate 18 today and I saw one of those baggy things. You, know, you put your suitcase in to see if it's big enough to go into that thing so you don't have to pay for a charge or whatever. The one I saw today at gate 18 looked a lot bigger than the one at gate 10. Now you tell me what's going on there. Because remember I told you before those wee things are getting smaller with the tram but you put your bag into the check. If it's big enough or it has to go into the actual storage on the plane and you get charged and all that nonsense. The one I saw at gate 18 today looked a lot bigger than the one at gate 10. So there you go, put that together. Strange one. <laughs> I actually did get a very interesting email from a listener, which I'm going to read out shortly um, on the podcast to, I think it was their experience with EasyJet. It's it's on the email, guys. I'm going to read it out because it's a very interesting email. Um, in fact, I'll take it out here right now as I'm talking to you. Okay, I'm just trying to go through my laptop here to find this email. Ah, there we are there. It's from Stuart, who currently lives in London, uh, but apparently he's originally from Craigie, so in Belfast. So, hello, Stuart. Thanks for your email. It says here, good morning. Uh, Love listening to your work. Just a quick message to say I had a similar issue uh, you have with EasyJet with British Airways a few years ago with my flights from Heathrow to the city airport in Belfast that I made several times a year. Okay. Uh, I mentioned it on Twitter where I've got a few thousand followers and identified the person in the same kind of way as you've done. But a few weeks later, now this is interesting, I had a letter from their legal department and actually got banned for life for flying with BA. Oh my God. As a result, as they uh, deemed that I could be a risk on a flight due to aggro that I hadn't challenged a member of the, of the ground staff. What? He says, I totally agree with your argument um, with EasyJet. He says, I ha- um, what does it say here? I have several, say, I have severe aggro now booking any flight that's even linked with a BA, Aer Lingus, American Airlines, etc. Such as a, uh, a what? A, such a ball hick. Uh, just thought I'd pass, you, pass that on. Okay. Uh I'm now living in London. I'm formerly from Craigie Estate. Really enjoy your content. Cheers, Stuart. Oh, my God. Gee whiz. It's just, I, I was sitting in the emails the other day, and I thought I'd save it to read it up. And I read the start of it, but didn't actually read it all until now. But, my God, Stuart, that's an absolute nightmare. So you had the same sort of issue that I had with EasyJet that time, where it was like being charged that it shouldn't have been charged. Flipping hell. I hope you can get that matter resolved and obviously fly with them again, because at the end of the day, it's most of them airlines. I think BA is one of the main ones, actually. We can travel to the, like, the States and stuff like that. Flipping nightmare, like isn't it? But there you go, airlines for you. I tell you, flipping absolute nightmare. Uh, I'll reply to that email so well when I get a chance. Stuart, thank you very much for your email. I do appreciate it. And uh, you're in from London now. Obviously, you're originally from the Craigie Estate in Belfast, so that's a bit of a big difference compared to <laughs> the Craigie Estate to London. My goodness. Well, thanks for your email. I do appreciate it. But I just thought I'd read that out because it really does stand out. And was, I'd seen it the other day, EasyJet, and I thought I'll, I'll read the start of it because it popped up on my phone because the email sent in my phone too. But I've got that many there um, wanting to answer questions. I've got another one here. I wanted to read one too as well. It's from a girl, um, Laura. Now, she doesn't say where she's from. Let's get this email open up here now. Ah, there we go. Uh, Laura. 
She doesn't say where she's from, but she just says that her and her husband love the content. The children have been watching the YouTube channel for the last three years. That's where they came across us, the Moor Army. They love our content. They love watching back all the videos, watching Brooke and Lewis grow up, especially over the years, and seeing all the ups and downs that you have on a daily life with your family. Hope you're keeping well after recent events from yourself. We love your content. Keep the heads up and we'd love to meet you in person someday. As you seem a great family, we'd love to get a photograph with all you to get all of us together as one. We are, and P.S. <laughs> P.S. The husband loves that, your dad. Get him back in the vlogs again. I haven't seen him for a while. I'm sure it's an absolute nightmare editing the videos now that they're family friendly on your channel trying to beep out your dad's bad language. <laughs> Take care. All the best, Laura. Fantastic. Love it. Yes, Dad hasn't actually been in the vlog for a while since the dad, last time Dad was in the vlogs when he dropped us off at the boat there not that long ago. I think it was the time we were over for the Crystal Palace game, was it? Or before that? I can't even remember. I must get my and Dad back in the vlogs again. They were in the vlog not that long ago when we had a barbecue at the back during the summer. But Dad, he's been in the vlogs quite regularly and trying to... The early, early vlogs, you can hear Dad swearing quite a bit, but then obviously with the YouTube rules and all changing with all the PC community out there and all the, the Woke Brigade and, no, oh, you can't swear, die. You can't say nothing, die. Oh, no, you can't swear. Beep it out. Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Oh, flipping disaster. Oh, well. I heard a funny story today. <laughs> Apparently we're going to be short of turkeys this Christmas. Like, seriously, what's going on in the world? We're short of turkeys. Because uh, apparently the, the bird flu is going around again. Uh, what are we going to do for Christmas? Are people going to be rushing out there now fighting over turkeys? Like the, the, the time at the start of COVID where they were fighting over tort rules? Like seriously? Uh, I, I heard that today. There's shortage of turkeys and a shortage of gas. Now apparently from the 1st of October electricity prices have went up. And gas is going up and they're trying to cap it and all that nonsense. Guys, I want, I want you to get in contact with me over the next week or so. To, this is a subject I want to bring up on uh, the podcast. I want to read out some of your questions. Please email me, matthewmurpodcast at yahoo.com. Drop me. I'm going to put out a thing on social media to promote this subject on my Instagram, the Facebook fan page, and, and more. I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I want to obviously mention these again on Thursday to try and get the questions in. This this whole situation where the, the gas is going up and the, the, the heating's going up and the electricity's going up and all. I want to hear from families out there what you think of it all and are you how you getting by with this at the moment and are you struggling with it all. And I want to hear what you are going through right now. Um, I want to hear as many people as possible. Just even drop an email or drop a message on Instagram or whatever. Tell me and I will make it a, a discussion and a debate. And, you know... We'll try and we'll discuss it on on the podcast because I want to hear from families and 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 obviously people out there who are living on their own or whatever their situation is. What do you think about this? Because I personally think it's absolutely crazy, and I've been calling it for a long time. I remember saying I think I've said this before on one of the podcasts. I said it on the YouTube channel many time when COVID hit, and I remember saying to mum and dad, "See when this COVID thing starts coming to an end, everything else is going to go through the roof. Prices, because at the time you know you know yourselves, guys, during COVID." Everybody was out like buying stuff like to do their garden up and do their house up and do all these different things at home and businesses were thriving. The amount of money some business certain businesses were making, the likes of supermarkets, you know, the likes of businesses like home bargains, B and M's, all those businesses were making an absolute fortune. I said at the moment mum and dad see whenever everything starts reopening again, then everything goes back to normal ish again. 
When you see the prices of everything that people never really use go through the roof. Well, use petrol, obviously. It's a snore one, by the way. For you drivers out there, I want to talk about that too. Um, I'm even going to try and even get... I want to speak to Tony actually this week to see if I can get Tony onto the podcast to talk about that. Or even see... Uh, if I can even get people onto the podcast to talk about the, the prices. Because, you know, it's... It's crazy. I'm, I actually have an idea where I'm going to talk to a friend here this week. She's a manageress of a store at our local supermarket or super shopping centre nearby. And I want to see if I can try and put a word in with the manager to see if I can actually go out with a microphone in the mall and stop people and ask them questions. You know, hey, what do you think about this energy thing? And try and get a couple of comments for the podcast. That's actually a good idea. I'll mention it to her on, uh, on a Sierra this week. It's a friend of mine. I've got to know her recently. I had to call up and see her this week. So... I'll be saying to her about that. I'm going to go and speak to the manageress of different supermarkets and stuff to see if I can go out there and ask people questions because I want to make this a, a podcast, guys, where people can get involved as well. Not just me sitting talking nonsense. I want to hear from you guys. I want you to be interactive with this. So please, please let me know what you think about this whole price of uh, you know petrol going up and gas, electricity, you know all this crap you know going up. I want to hear what you think about it. We're on podcast at yahoo.com. Get on me on Instagram, official Matthew Moore, and the Moore Army YouTube channel, or go to moorearmy.co.uk and drop a message on there as well, guys. Let me let me hear what you think about that because, to be honest with you, a lot of people are going bonkers, and I see people talk about it all the time on social media. You know what the hell's going on? You know, I seen a girl today, I know a single mom from Belfast said that when she normally puts a certain amount of money in, she gets twelve units of gas. She put it in today, and she only got four. Know what I mean? It's crazy. Now we're quite lucky when it comes to the electric side of it, because whenever we moved, we moved into our new our home, our home was brand new built, and we haven't been the only people who've ever lived in that house, and we were quite fortunate to have solar panels on the roof. We're one of them eco-friendly houses, so we're, we're seeing some of the effect of it to it. But now, with the winter months coming in, with not as much sunshine as what there normally is for the solar panels, we are finding it quite difficult. So, anybody out there who wants to get their voice out there or get a, a, an opinion on it, let me know. We're on my podcast at yahoo.com and the social media feeds, guys. I really would appreciate it. But, yeah, it's so, so frustrating, these uh, these energy things. It's just, oh, I feel so sorry for the people who are, there who are struggling, you know, really, really struggling. And, you know, I see it all the time. People are really, really struggling, and it's so unfair. You know, okay, they're giving some of them heating payments and stuff like that, but... People out there are legitimately struggling, so get in touch with me, guys. More army podcast at yahoo.com. More anything I'm going to talk about on this Thursday's podcast, but so I can be more unleashed and more sort of say what I think is driving tests. Yes, anybody there who drives a car, yeah, I want to hear about your driving test experiences. I've heard a lot of really, really, really interesting stories lately of people doing their driving test, people passing their driving test, which Honestly, you uh, yeah, how the pass, I don't know. But also people being failed on their driving test for stupid decisions and people appealing their driving tests and more. I want, I want you to get in touch with me before Thursday's podcast, guys. Seriously, like driving tests. I've seen some people this week being failed on their driving test, which some of the decisions are completely stupid. 
and honestly, I don't know what the hell some driving instructors are doing out there. And I know I went to school with a guy who's a driving instructor, and I, you know, two guys actually I know I spoke to one of them. I was I spoke to him last week, and I mentioned the two was going to mention on the podcast, and he says we teach people the certain way to drive, and then when they go for a test, we don't know what type of test they're going to get, and you know, they're going to be told could be told from something completely different for all we know, but. Yeah, guys, driving tests, I want to hear what you think about that. Because I've seen some people recently on the likes of social media film their driving tests on the most stupidest things. And I want to hear people even who've passed their driving recently. You know, let us see or let us hear what your experience was like whenever you went for your driving test. But anyway, yeah, get in touch with me again about that there. Marami podcast at yahoo.com and also social media, guys. I want to talk about that on Thursday because Thursday's podcast is going to be an interesting one. I've got a lot to talk about this Thursday, trust me, and I've got a lot to get off my chest as well. Anyway, before I go, guys, um, where, where I am uh, here in Liverpool isn't actually too far away. I wanted to, to sort of briefly talk about this before I go. Um, as you probably all heard in the news about the uh, the small child that was um, brutally murdered over here in Liverpool in August. A uh, little girl called Olivia... Olivia Pratt uh, Corbel. Um, today, the guy who has been charged with obviously her murder um, was in court today here in Liverpool, and the court is actually literally a stone's throw away from where I'm standing at the moment. When I arrived here today, I saw nothing but police vans and and TV trucks and you know all the things outside the courthouse. Literally, not even two minute walk away from where I'm staying, and. My, my, what was going through my head at the time when I saw it was obviously this guy's going, obviously going to go to jail for a long time for obviously killing that poor, I think she was nine at the time. And the mum obviously got injured as well. She was, she was unfortunately shot dead. But when I was walking past that today and saw all the TV trucks and the, the, the police vans and the, all I kept thinking about was my own two children, you know, and how, how precious life is, you know, where, one minute, use your happy family, and then in the blink of an eye, everything can change so quickly. And you know, I always live a motto by nowadays that you know, every day to the fullest, because you never know when your last day on this earth is. And obviously, if you have children out there, enjoy every moment of them, guys, because one minute they're babies, and the next minute they're growing up and away. Or, like for example, that unfortunately that family have lost their their nine year old daughter. I just want to walk past her today. It was an eerie feeling, and I just wanted to sort of briefly talk about it today in the podcast, and obviously give my my thoughts and prayers, obviously to the family, and, and you know, and I hope justice has prevailed, obviously, and they get the uh, the outcome that they're looking for. And it was just heartbreaking, you know, seeing that and 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 knowing the fact that I, you know I knew all about it, but I didn't realize the court date was today until I heard it on the radio this morning, going to the airport in Dad's car, and then. I'm thinking, oh God, I think where I'm staying is actually not too far from that courthouse. So when I saw it today, it just sort of brought it back home, you know, that how precious life is and, you know, how it can change in the blink of an eye and then something can be ripped out of your life so quickly. Or it's just, it was heartbroken. I felt, felt heartbroken for the family, you know, and I don't really want to imagine what they're going through right now, but. You know, my thoughts and prayers are with them right now. And again, obviously, my thoughts and prayers are not going to bring back little Olivia back again. But again, guys, if you have a family member out there or 
or a child or someone who you love very much, you gotta tell them and enjoy every every moment of life. I Me, mean, I'm I'm saying that there, but you know, I've obviously made a lot of mistakes in my time, and you know, not telling certain people how I feel about them, and you know, when when I see that type of thing where an innocent nine year old child is taken away so so short in life, you know, it breaks your heart. I'm sorry to end the podcast on a dull, a dull note, but I just when I saw that today, I was like, wow, that really brings it home, like, you know, but again, I hope the family get the, the outcome that they're wanting, and this 34-year-old man is being charged, and as far as I can uh, you know, here he's been held in custody until the court date, which God knows when that's going to be, but I'm sure that family emotions, I mean, I even saw the news report tonight there before when I went from my my walk tonight there and I saw it and the gentleman sat in the court and couldn't even look at the mum in the face I mean you know it's it's sad but what can you it's just it's heartbreaking even to thought, think what that family is going through right now and it makes you want to hug your children that much more when you see things like that you know and, and, and keep them safe as much as you can because at the end of the day you never know what's around the corner but um, again my, my thoughts and prayers are with the family of little Olivia um at this time and I hope the family get exactly what uh, they're wanting in this case and then justice is served and uh, you know it's, it's it's crazy it's a crazy world we live in right now everything I always talk about you know the, the, the book brigade and the cancel culture and the PC people and all that nonsense and then politicians and all that crap but it, when you see things like that that sort of brings it home but there you are guys but I just thought I'd end the podcast with that but anyway guys I'm going to head on here now thank you for listening to the podcast here from lovely Liverpool Yes. Stay tuned for the vlog. The vlogs coming up in the next few days. Stay tuned for the match day vlogs from Anfield, where Liverpool play Rangers, which is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that game, guys. Don't forget to get in touch with me in relation to the subjects we talked about tonight, which we're going to talk about soon. Uh, Matthew, or I'll say Matthew Moore there. Moore Army Podcast at yahoo.com. Also, uh, drop us a mail on the social media links. Also, if you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe below as well. And don't forget, guys, check out all our merch, all our videos from all our channels throughout the years. Um, everything you think of, or so every po- photo we post on social media, every video we post is on that website, moorarmy.co.uk. We are going to hopefully get more winter merch put out soon as well for the Moor Army and also get more stuff done for the Moor Army podcast as well. So get your merch as quick as you can, guys, because um, they will go and you can do get them quite quickly as well. And the quality of the merch is superb from our suppliers. So it's moorarmy.co.uk and uh, look forward to hearing from these guys. But anyway, guys, I'm going to go and get this put together and I'm going to go and get myself a cup of tea and I'm going to get an early night and get a good night's sleep, hopefully. Fingers crossed. So until Thursday, guys, hope you've enjoyed the podcast, uh, my lovely stories. I want to try and speak to Tony this week about getting him on about the whole heating thing and the driving and all that. We'll have a chat with him and see if I can get him onto the podcast, fingers crossed. Uh, but get in touch with me about that guy because I want to hear from all you families out there and all you people out there who want to talk about the heating and uh, what your thoughts of it all is. Anyway, I'm going to go. So until Thursday, guys, hope you all have a good day. I hope you're all having a good week so far. And I will see you on Thursday. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for all your love and support. And I'll see you all on Thursday.